Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today on 100 Yards of Football, Boulder is the location for the 92nd meeting. Back for the first time since 2019, it's Showdown Week. The Rocky Mountain Showdown. Colorado State versus Colorado. Vincent Turner dissects the matchup. The explosive start of the Buffaloes of Colorado and Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Coach Prime, has shocked the collegiate landscape and is now the epicenter of all of college football. Tap in and lock in with Vincent Turner, Mr. Football, as he goes to work with his surgeon style of dissection of Saturday's matchup, putting on his hat of analysis for all all of those who are unoriginal in their punditry. Vincent Turner takes a deep dive. Get you a cold beverage and some popcorn this afternoon and lock in for all the information on Saturday's matchup. The Rocky Mountain Showdown. Colorado State versus the Buffs of Colorado. Right here on 100 Yards of Football. Special, special thanks to our guy, the voice of 100 Yards of Football. Mark Bass, a.k.a. Mark Denham, doing great work as always. <laughs> Tremendous intro on that one. What's going on, everyone? I'm going to be your host and producer, Logan Landers. Join me, as you heard in the intro, to talk about this game between Colorado and Colorado State. My guy, Mr. Football, Vince Terrence, what's going on, man? How you doing today? Hey, man, I'd like to say thank you, a.k.a. Mr. Mark Bass, Mr. Mm-hmm. Denham. He always set the tone. He set the table to be taking it to another level. I think we don't need to disappoint them on this one right here, Colorado yes, and Colorado State. Let yeah. you get started, sir. Let's take it to another level. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. So looking at this ball game here, Colorado State is up against a mountain. It is going to be a tough task. They lost last week their first game of the year against Washington State, gave up 50 points. Final score in that game, 50 to 24 they're going to be starting Braden Fowler Nicolosi this week after Clay Mellon went down with a shoulder sprain. He's going to be the starter moving forward. He did well. He did well in his time. Like I said, 13 to 20 passing, 210 yards, a 10 and a half average, two touchdowns, just one interception. Overall, he was a bright spot in, in a team which didn't have a lot of bright spots this past week. Rushing game, ah, pretty anemic, honestly. Avery Morrow, 11 carries for 29. Kobe Johnson, seven carries for 16. All in all, they ran for 37 yards on 20 attempts. They ain't going to get it done. You got to bring your A game if you want to face up against Dion and the Colorado Buffaloes. Now, the receiving core. This is where it's going to get interesting. Justice Ross Simmons last week had a tremendous game. Five grabs, 123 yards. Also got in the end zone for six. Torrey Horton as well, nine grabs for 81. That's going to be fun to watch. Going up against Shiloh Sanders and, of course, Travis Hunter on the D-backs there. And the defense. I And Colorado State defense did not show up last week. Jack Howell led the way with 16 tackles. But like I said, if you look at the numbers, it's impressive. But when they give up 50 points, 16 tackles ain't what you want. Henry Blackburn also got 14 on the day as well. But a bright spot for the Colorado State team. They did get three sacks on the day. So if you're Colorado State, you got to play a flawless game against this team. Colorado, we'll talk about in just a second. But Colorado State, they have a daunting task. I, they got to play their hearts out. They got to get fired up. They got to watch Deion Sanders' pregame speeches and relate it to their teams because, man, it's going to be a tough task. But we'll see what Colorado State can do this upcoming Saturday. Mr. Turner, how can Colorado State pull off the maybe upset of the year uh, this upcoming week? 
I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm going to start with Colorado State, and then we're going to get into Colorado. Um, there's no way they're going to pull out for upset. Um, I'm going to put some numbers up. Last week on uh, Washington State, Cameron Ward, uh, 451 yards pass and three touchdowns. Lincoln Victor, 11 receptions, 168 yards. Washington State uh, put up 50 points on Colorado State. Head coach Jay Novell. Uh, I think, man, what you need to do, you need to take your team and just say, hey, man, our only way we're going to win this football game, we're going to be able to run the football on Colorado. That's not going to happen. So when you're looking at this rivalry game, you got the game of the day, ESPN, Saturday night game, 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, the party is going to go down in Boulder, and Colorado is going to roll. Yes, now sir. back to you about – back to you – as we talk about our Colorado Buffaloes. Yes, sir. Hey, let's talk about this Colorado team. We said week one, Vincent, the big, big win against TCU. A lot of people were saying, oh, you know, they were ranked because they lost so many guys. It wasn't super impressive. They won close 45-42. And then they faced off against their rival last week in Nebraska, led by former NFL head coach Matt Rule. And what they do last week, Vincent? They steamrolled them, 36-14. Now, it wasn't as dominant. The points weren't quite as high, but they looked great. Offensively, Shadir Sanders, we're going to talk a little bit more about him, man. My goodness, what is this? This guy is tremendous. In two games, he's got 903 yards through the air at a tr- just an insane completion percentage, 77 and a half. So he barely misses when he tosses that thing. Six touchdowns, no interceptions, but Vincent, the key, for this Colorado team, for this game, and for the rest of the season, we set it against TCU, we set it against Nebraska, is the offensive line. This offensive line needs some work, Vincent. It is not looking great. 12 sacks through two games. You gave up eight to Nebraska. So that is definitely a low point for this Colorado team. As much as we can talk about how impressive Shadir Sanders is, how tremendous that defense is. Of course, with Travis Hunter, Shiloh Sanders, Marvin Ham, the list goes on and on. Trevor Woods, you got to have some work on that offensive line. You got to get something rolling. And I think that this team, as great as they are on offense, as good as they are on defense, that offensive line could be their downfall later in the year when they play even more tougher teams. But last week, what I liked, Xavier Weaver had his coming up party. 10 grabs for 170 yards, have himself a day. The rushing game, also another factor with this Colorado team through these first two games, has not looked the sharpest. In week one against TCU, only 55 yards. And last week against Nebraska, 58. So not the great – so the big keys for Colorado, what they got to work on really, got to get that running game rolling somehow. I know, obviously, look, this is a passing team, but you got to run the ball for more than – for more than 60 yards through two games. You got to do better than that. And you got to protect Shadur Sanders. You have to. I mean, 12 sacks is two games is pretty much unacceptable. You cannot have that for a team who's already shocked the world, who's already got more wins than they did last year, and who people are putting a lot of hype on to see how just how much further this can go. But coming into this ball game, though, you got to work on the rushing game and you got to work on your O-line. Those are the really big two key points for Colorado in this matchup. Vincent, talk about the Buffaloes and Deion Sanders and his crew this week. Um, I'm going to say this. Um, 
you know, I've been a big fan of college football ever since I was brought in this world. Um, I'm 63 years old. I don't mind telling my age. And I started watching this great game. Back the first game I can remember watching Logan was Notre Dame and Michigan State. And then I think about all the great moments that's happened from a standpoint of me growing up. Um, what the Colorado Buffaloes are doing, along with Deion Sanders being the head coach, I don't think I ever would thought, th thought that this would happen in college football. A young man who came in 38 years ago on the scene in Florida, stayed out of Fort Myers, Florida, and became a great player, a two-time All-American at Florida State, and was flashed with it. Then he went into the National Football League with the Atlanta Falcons, became flashed, won two Super Bowl rings with the 49ers, won one with the 49ers, and won one with the Dallas Cowboys. And you're still thinking, even though Dion got into television, he still had that flash. He still had that confidence. And then him going into coaching, taking a job at Jackson State, he had some success down in Jackson, Mississippi. But coming to Boulder, Colorado, and I think people don't really, really understand how serious of an impact that he's made on the college football world. Logan, he took a team that was 1-11 last year. They ranked 18th in the country. They beat a team in TCU that played in the national championship game the year before. And TCU was a 20-point underdog, and they went in there and beat TCU. They played a Nebraska team that's got all type of history, from Lawrence Phillips to Johnny Rogers to Jerry Taggy to Rich Glover to Tommy Frazier. This ain't no Nebraska program that hadn't been winning. They even said the 95 team was the greatest football team ever mm. that beat Florida in a Fiesta Bowl 62-24. to and they beat them by 22 points last week. And then look at this, Logan. You mentioned they do have a problem on the offensive line, but they still beat Nebraska by 22 points, and they still went in the TCU. And this young man, Deion Sanders, keeps saying, do y'all believe me? And then look at the culture. Look at what's happening in Boulder. The people, Terrell Owens. Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Shaw flying in on Friday from ESPN. <laughs> Omari Herrick, actor of Power on Stars. Oh, man. Bill McCartney, former national championship coach. And you go back to all the great moments in sports, especially in college football level. We talk about shocking the world. Right now, Deion Sanders is shocking college football, man. His first two games, TCU drew 7.5 million. Last week, Nebraska, 8.3 million. It was the second highest rated game outside Alabama and Texas. All eyes on what they're doing in Boulder. Then what's amazing, you think about all the great moments in college football. I go back to O.J. Simpson, 64-yard run, USC and UCLA. I was a seven-year-old. I think about Texas and Arkansas as a nine-year-old, James Street, completing that 40-yard pass to Happy Felker. Now, Randy Pascoe, I'm sorry. And Texas winning that football game in 1969. 
Then I go back to all the great USC teams in the early 70s. Then the Alabama teams under Bear Bryant in the late 70s. Then the Clemson team that won it in 81. They came out of nowhere with Danny Ford, Homer Jordan, quarterback locally over there from Athens, Georgia. And then the great Muhammad Ali, Deion Sanders, favorite childhood idol. How he shocked the world February the 25th, 1964, when he beat Sonny Liston. I think really we don't know what's going on in Boulder, Colorado. And don't get me wrong. After Colorado State, they got Oregon and USC. But I'm going to say like the great Skip Baylor said two weeks ago, he's not going to bet against Deion Sanders because he didn't bet against Tom Brady. And you saw what happened. The GOAT won seven Super Bowl rings with the New Orleans Patriots. Now, six with New England, one with Tampa. But you look at Colorado, no question about it, offensive line problems, but I'm looking at the quarterback, Shadur Sanders. I don't care what Taylor Williams has done the first two weeks of the season. I don't care what Drake May has done the two weeks of the season, quarterback from North Carolina. I don't care what all the quarterbacks across the country. You put it out there, Logan, 903 yards passing. Nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, 9.4 yards of completion. There's not been no better player in the country at that position or even on the national scale outside his teammate Travis Hunter, who right now is playing at that level. Then I looked at the Colorado's wide receiver core last night. Xavier Weaver, Travis Hunter, Jimmy Horn, Mr. Dawson, Michael Harrison. It's no group of receivers right now that's better than this group on any level. And it may be in the National Football League. They say USC has got a hell of a receiving core. They say Texas has got a hell of a receiving core. We saw that against Alabama last Saturday night. But this is a team that's ascending every week. And Deion Sanders is doing something for college football that I did not think could ever possibly happen. After two weeks, being ranked 18th in the country, being able to take a team 1-11, being able to get players out of transfer portal, being able to bring some of your players from Jackson State and molding this into a top team. I'm going to even say Colorado right now is a top 10 team. Let's be real here. Colorado right now be a problem for anybody in the country. That includes Nick Saban and Kirby Smart because they got five receivers that can give you problems when they spread you out. And they got a quarterback, even though he's been sacked a lot. But watching them play, you're watching a young man that doesn't turn the ball over and he takes what's given to him. All I can say is this. One day, hopefully in the near future, I want to be in that party. I'm going to go visit Boulder, Colorado. The Buffaloes are setting a trend out there. Colorado Buffalo football is back. Mm. The Buffaloes are going to roll on Saturday night against Colorado State. I don't want to put a number out there, but I'm going to say at least by four touchdowns because I'm being respectable to Colorado State this evening. Deion Sanders, you're doing your thing, man. You're prime time. Prime time as a player, prime time as a Hall of Famer, and prime time as a coach. You better start believing in Boulder, Colorado, and the Colorado Buffaloes. Yes, sir. Well said. Well said. Well, Vincent, I, I will put my final score out there. I, I, I have to. I've been doing it for all these games. I'm going to put mine out there. Colorado, 
getting the win in this one. No surprise here. Give me the Buffaloes 56 and give me Colorado State. I'll be I'll be gent I'll be nice, Vince. I'll give them I'll give them 14. I think <laughs> I think Colorado's just gonna keep on rolling, man. Like you said, the real test starts whenever they face off against Oregon, USC. This is just the prep work going into it. But don't underestimate your opponent. That's how people slip up, and that's how some bad things can happen. But like you said, I think Colorado is still going to be jumping off to a 3-0 start led by Shadir Sanders and the rest of that insane Colorado offense and immaculate defense in the secondary that we're going to see a documentary on one day. I can guarantee it and put money on it that we are going to be seeing something about this team here in the very near future. Let's turn to any final thoughts here before we round out this show. I'm going to say this. To the real estate agents out there in Boulder, Colorado, <laughs> what you need to start doing is building more condos, more hotels, and places where people have a place where they can stay because they're coming out there to Boulder. Even though their stadium seats 53,000, Boulder is going to be a city in the near future. If Colorado does what they're supposed to do against Colorado State on Saturday night, and for some reason they beat Oregon and USC, you better get ready. Real estate agents out there in Boulder or either Denver, Colorado, you're going to be 50, 50 more rich because <laughs> the party is going to start coming. Uh, Boulder, Colorado is now the center of college football. Like it or not, some of your other people, your initials, call letter 680, you play quarterback at Georgia, stop the madness, you won't, you won't give Dion no apples or flowers. I'm calling you out. Mm. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out, Clemson. I'm calling you out. Y'all yes, be glad. Special thanks to my man, Mr. Mark Denham, a.k.a. Mark Bass, Lufkin, Texas. Be blessed. Yes, sir. Hey, if you enjoy the video of one, once again, like, comment, share, and subscribe. We go live every single week, Facebook and YouTube. And, of course, if you like podcasts, well, you're in luck. We have a podcast as well on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you enjoy listening to your shows. Every single week you can hear all of our game previews of our other episodes, player profile, coach profiles, you name it. As always, Mr. Turner, it's a pleasure working with you. Pleasure talking about Colorado Buffaloes taking on Colorado State this upcoming weekend. I've been your host and producer, Logan Landers. Enjoy this weekend, everyone, and go enjoy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.